One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hello everyone, welcome to this week's Flats and Shanks podcast. I'm Flats, he's Shanks. Um, Tommy, we David. said hello before we came, we came, we said hello before we came on air and we must have said four words to each other and we said, should we do it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just started. So that's what friendship is, No mate. prep. No chat, exactly. Comfortable in silence. Um, but we both sound a little bit tired. You more than me. How are you? Ah, don't put it on me. You sound worse than me. You're bringing me down. You sound awful. You? Are you okay, mate? Seriously, where are you? You sound like you look awful. Are you in a hospital ward? <laughs> you sound wheezy. I'm in, I'm in, <laughs> I'm in the um, hospital library. No, uh, I'm at home. I'm in the snug. I'm in my snug, Tom. Okay. I'm in my office. We've got a fireplace in our snug. Original fireplace, Tom. Of course we and, have. Um, of course we've we got have. eight um, of them around the house. No, we haven't. So we got it's got logs in it, nice looking logs. And I think it might be a con job. I'm not sure if I can light them or not. The house might fall down. Just try I don't it. Know, but someone's put logs in. I didn't know there were logs in there till now. Just try it. What's the worst that can happen? Nothing. Be fine. Smoke your whole house anyway. out. The fire brigade come round. But your kids will have some nice photos. On a fire how truck. are you, kid? Wait, how are you? Yeah, fine. I'm fine. It's Monday, isn't it? Long weekend. Yep. Just to be fatty gay. Is that right? Yeah. Yep. 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 White eye, just graft. Weddy bled dog. Um, yeah, graft, mate. Graft. I was obviously working at a dinner on Thursday night in London where I saw you. Were. Of course you were. Friday night, Cardiff Lions. Then... Saturday over in Ireland, Dublin, doing some comms for Bennett and Scarlet's, stayed the night and got the 6.30 a.m. flight back to Bristol on Sunday. Mm. Mm. Took my little boy swimming, which was nice. Bit I missed that too, little boy what? Swimming. 
bit of father was it son nice, really bonding yeah just see their the faces ball, like getting it? them dried and dressed though isn't it girls is boys not so much girls got like hair, long hair, hair. yeah yeah, yeah right. they obviously take a little bit longer to get ready but Mate. he'll just he'll just whack on his fake real madrid kit <laughs> and he's away and his pretend crocs from sainsbury's fnf brand croc croc, croc copies <laughs> made out of even worse grade plastic than Crocs right talk me through rubber. your setup you did some grilling at the weekend with Hetty yeah and you had your sheepskin Gurkha's jacket on yeah <laughs> pair of shorts some socks and some Crocs no, I had tracky bees on which is very <laughs> very bees. unusual right. for me very unusual for me to have trousers on on a day off. Right, what is that um, setup? What makes you what, what makes you put that combination of clothes and footwear on? Okay, you're so, turning to Joe Marler. No. Yeah. No. Okay. No, that is that is just what I had on. I don't put it on and think. I'm not saying Joe does this, but it's like I didn't put it on and think this will make a funny photo. Like that. That is, you know, like some photos, you're like, oh God, you accidentally caught me when I asked you to photograph me. That I did not know that photograph was being taken. Had I known, I would have done nothing differently. But I woke up early with the baby. So I've got a day off. So it's only right that even though I got home, by the way, at two o'clock in the morning from work. This is a long story for what why you Shut decided up. to put clothes on. 2.15 in the morning I get home, <laughs> right, from work. Um, little bit tired, but work. I wake work. up five to six so good stuff and um with the baby <clears throat> and i don't want to wake Freya up so what i do is i sneak out and then whatever's in the bathroom is in the bathroom so those tracky bottoms were hung up on the back of the bathroom door from god knows when could be six months ago and that t-shirt is in the dirty dirty linen basket in the corner so i pulled that out put it back on um there are some socks in there that have been worn the two days before. Put those on because I'm just all I'm going to do is go downstairs for a coffee with the baby and take the dog out for a wee. And the Crocs are ideal when you're going in and out the house because you slip them on, and they're weatherproof and all that. Doesn't matter if you get them wet, so you leave them outside. So, and then it got did get a little bit chilly actually, so I had my Gurkha's jacket. So that is just what I was wearing on my day off. I did I do sometimes say to Freya like, do you Love is me. it a problem? Is it a yeah? Do you? Do you think I'm attractive? Do you um it do you like do you care that I don't make more effort on my days off? Like today I look like you. I'm quite smart. I've got jeans on, I've got a nice t-shirt, a nice sweatshirt, nice shoes, like nice sneaker pumps. And I'm like I made a bit of an effort because I just went to meet my friend for uh brunch, but then it's like she's like no, 100% you doing what you want and being casual is part of the appeal. Do not think you've got to get up, put smart clothes on and look like a boy band model on your day off because you haven't. And I'm like, yeah, that is, I mean, I do what I want, mate. That's, that's okay. So end of. You must have loved it in school. Probably purposely forgot your PE kit, didn't you? So you could try on loads of different stinking clothes, put like a mismatch together. I wouldn't want to be, no, I don't like trying, I wasn't trying to look crazy. It's like, this is just, this is me. I'm not leaving the house unless Stick I'm taking the my dump. dog for a wee at the end of the road. Like, mm. why Why am I going to put a pair of skinny jeans on and a pair of 200 quid trainers to go down the road and like, oh, look look how smart I look. It's like, nice one, mate. I'm more comfortable than you are. So mm. it's a win for me. Also, if you want to dress up really smart on your Saturday off when you know you're going to be covered in charcoal smoke from about two o'clock onwards, 
go for it. I don't need to. So, you know, I'm all right with that. I am what I am. It's a great song. Yeah. Um, what was your... Equally... Go on. Equally, boy, I had um, a friend, like, long story short, a, f- a friend had a cryo pen with them the other day and she does like treatment-y type stuff, does all sorts of beauty treatments and she does like laser hair removal for, mainly for women, but also for men, just FYI. For Um warts well that sort of stuff and I, I was like you've got no, I was like oh my I love that stuff like pimple popping or whatever and I I'm unlucky in that I don't have I don't have any horrible like craters or ingrowns or anything because I really want some like I would love to dig those out but I was like oh you know when you like wear a seatbelt all the time and a collar you can get like skin tags on your around your collar area I was like oh I got some and she's like they're not skin I was like they are she's like there's nothing there but like, there is there is get your pen out and it's like, no, they, they don't qualify. They're nothing. They're like basically beauty spots. I was like, do them. That's just rolls. So she did them. No oxygen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And she did them. And they and she's like, you're just going to end up with wounds on your neck. I was like, no, I will not. Be absolutely fine. Anyway, I've now got four wounds on my neck that are quite unsightly. Mm. And um, no one's mentioned them, but I just went to the loo and saw it in the mirror. And I was like, oh my God, that is really bad. And there was nothing there before. And now there's a hole in my neck. Will the ox peckers keep it open as well? <laughs> A little months. pilot fish. For months. <laughs> Picking away at it. Ah, <laughs> oh, I watched Frozen Planet 2 last night. Oh, oh my days. The effort that goes Dreamy. into that. Dreamy. is unbelievable. I can't believe yeah. Attenborough still gets to travel, though. All the way. I know. I know. He, I still can't believe he, he goes it beneath the sea. Beneath the ocean. Beneath the ice. At minus two. Yeah, but he's mad for it, isn't he? Yeah, I know. Absolutely mad for it. Uh, what a guy. He does But he loves him, Tom. He doesn't, but people do. I loves him. I absolutely loves him. Yeah. Um I was gonna so say look, you, I was um, gonna say to you go on. when you were cooking in your barbecue gear in your mix mm. in your mismatch gear, you got a new instrument and I've seen yeah. it a couple of times online. Tell me what was it like? Um so um we had this weird thing, didn't we, the other day, where someone went on Twitter who follows both of us, I think, and was like, yeah, your pod, it's not even a rugby pod. Yeah, it takes you ages to even get to the rugby and all you do is talk about Field and Flower and Kamado Joe or something. He was like, he's like, yeah, mate, that's the pod. So you must be listening to it for at least 20 minutes, half an hour every week. That's blockbusters. So that you can tell us you don't like it. I was like, mate, there is something inherently weird about what you're doing. So if I don't like something, I don't sit around. Um, but this is what this pod is about. And it's like when, I probably said this on the pod the other day, like when you were taking the piss out of my Syncorator video, everything everything that rugby players or ex-rugby players post online, everyone's like, freebie, it's all right for you. It's like, no, I bought that, you mug. Some of them are freebies. That's, they're great. But actually, weirdly, we do buy things sometimes. Um so the basket was like Yeah, that's it. The I basket. saw I saw Ben at Kamado Joe yep. um using it. And I lit, lit this is this is like I, I hate I, I'm trying to stop my kids being like me, right? Because children are largely a product of, you know, their upbringing, hence mm. Jeffrey Dahmer. But then I'm like I see it on Ben's thing, on Ben's Instagram, this rotisserie basket. So I've got yep. the rotisserie with the clamps, the claws like you have, the prongs, whatever. Yep. And I'm like see the basket I'm like bang online Kamado Joe bang order bang done done mm. 
done. And I'm like, right, do you want any charcoal with that? Yeah, I'll have five, there's a deal on five bags. I'll have five bags, mate. Mm. And I'm literally like, I am absolutely sold by Instagram, done. And it is, and it's, right. You wanted, you wanted a review of it. Mm-hmm. It is so well made. Like one guy said to me, or his reply on Instagram was, pity it's not a big green egg, mate. And I was like, oh, cool. I mean, sure, big green eggs are great. Like, I just haven't used one. But I cannot imagine an accessory as well made as that. John Barkley texts me, what's it like? I was like, fella, buy it. Mm. It's amazing. It's brilliant. George North texts me, what's it like? Mm. Like, mate, it is brilliant. It will. Lo- I tell you now, it will. it's so well designed. It will last 100 years. And I'm already planning what I'm cooking on it this weekend. Fish, since you're asking. I saw you cook it and then you put it uh, dirty, didn't you? Put it on the coals yeah. dirty then to seal it. Do you know what? Well, not to seal it, to give it a, a crisp, a char. That's it. And because it was perfectely cooked and it cooked quicker than I thought, that coat de birth, it wasn't a giant one. And I thought, well, I quite like it when it's got a bit of char on the outside. So yep. I just whew, give, the, give the coals a little blow, get a bit of the ash off and chuck him on. And nice. Like, you know, mate. It's I'm gonna have to get it. one now. Yep. Yep. Honestly, it's when when you get the kit, you got to build it, which takes about three minutes. Even I could do it, and I'm useless. And it is like properly grade A materials. Like mm. I, lo- I love, I love shit like that. Mm. I love stuff like that, as you know. But I'm, I'm all over it. I'm absolutely all over it. I might even use it tonight. I might even use it tonight. Again, what are you cook. I don't know. It's like pointless. I just want to use it. So I might even stick some sausages in the room. <laughs> I just don't even need to. I just don't even need to. Some frozen peas. No, that won't work. Yeah. Do you, know, do you know ducks and geese like frozen peas? Well, not frozen peas. Peas. You should do feed they? them peas. Yeah, you shouldn't feed them bread. Because apparently it's bad for them. Uh, but uh, they go mad for peas. Okay. Little, um, get them peas, isn't it? Yeah. You're like that. You, you could just money. go on your walks and... Put them down your tracksuit bottom leg, like you're in Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> Kick them out. <laughs> like, remember Woody, Martin Wood, whenever he used to, when I lived with him, whenever he used to fart, he'd walk, he'd walk along and he'd fart really loudly and he'd kick his leg out and say, get out, get out of there, you bastard. Go on, get out. <laughs> every day, every day, every day, mate. <sighs> get out of there, go on, get out of there. Yeah, very good. Right, Dave. Um, what? Dave. Yeah. Have you got anything else to say before we get into rugby? Because I've got to do... Yeah. Okay, go. I have. I've got bad news for you. You're going to hate this. Oh, no. You are going to hate this. And you're going to say it's typical flat being a knob. You bought another car? No. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Although, (laughs) got my eye on... I'm an... I'm I'm a... Oh, what am I like? A bloody nightmare. You bought a horse to walk around... You bought a horse to travel around (laughs) Bath on. A bear. I've bought a bear. I bought a retired bear. You bought um, another pair of Patrick Cox slip-on loafers. <laughs> uh, God, no. why, why, why am I going to hate you? What have you done? Come You're going to hate this because I'm watching, we're about two-thirds of the way through the final series, Series 4 of Yellowstone, and yep. it has absolutely gone to shite. Oh, no, Dave. Even, I'm sitting there, and I'm not watching it on my own, watching it with the other half, Tommy, and I'm looking at her and she's like, she hates me doing it. She hates me doing pulling TV shows apart. And I, so I don't do it. I don't do it. And I'm just like, well, you do. I've got a face expression. It. She's like, no, well, I try not to. And she's just like, oh my God, this is ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. It's got so stupid oh, no. that I'm like, I, I'm not going to bail, but if I would bail, it's so, mate, it's so it's so crap now. Prison break did. 
No, it's just like the the behaviour of people is oh, just okay. so ridiculous, and the scenarios are so ridiculous. It's like this is this yeah. is completely stupid. It's almost like You're building a space all- station in Yellowstone now. Yeah, it's like it's like, like the whole like I remember watching eight series of Dexter, and I love mm. Dexter. And then at one point, I was I can't remember what series it was. I was like, I loved this show because it was quite an easy Trinity. watch. I loved this the Trinity for killer. a bit. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. I loved this for a while and now then I just googled it and I was like whatever it was series 5 Dexter and it's like yeah the the writers changed after series 4 or series 5 mm. they used different writers and it's crap after that and I was like that's pushing it but oh my god I, I really noticed the difference and I wonder if there's it's not it's written by Taylor Sheridan it says on every episode but I'm okay. like I'm sticking in there cuz I love the characters Kevin Costner's amazing like some good characters in it but it's like the Casey's wife, I always forget everyone's names. Casey's wife is like, she is just the most frigging maudlin, sour faced, like face like a smacked ass every episode. It's like, oh my God. And then um, Kelly Riley's character, Beth Dutton, is just like, used to be like, wow, edgy and sexy and crazy and incredibly Mm. intelligent. Now it's just like, this is, she is completely ridiculous now. She should sound a bit character. She should sound a bit hoarser for the amount of cigarettes she smokes as well. Like her voice yeah. is too high. But it's just silly. It, loads of it is just so silly. It's like, oh, it's cringe. All right. And there's load. Anyway, Get are you, off where that. are you on it? Get up. Um, I'm still on series three, but after oh. listening to you, I, I might not continue with it. Have you watched Inside Man? Two episodes? No, I'm keen to though. Okay. Um, we I can't move on until it's okay. a commitment to finish Yellowstone. It's okay. I like the concept of it, but I find yeah. it all a bit... Some bits aren't that believable. I don't want to spoil it for yeah. you. But you th- okay. you're, you're sort of thinking, right, would that really happen? Yeah. And that's, the when you when you look at it, it, the brilliance of the best TV dramas are is the whole, this could actually happen thing. Yeah, it's believable. Like the, it's like, yeah, it's like the Jeffrey Dahmer thing. If, if, if that just came along, it would be a bit eerie and a bit weird. The whole... The whole appeal is the wrong word. No, the whole appeal of the TV show is that this actually happens. So yeah. realism is such an important part of fiction as well as role play. I guess, I guess you know, true story based dramas. It's like it, the whole point is the realism, and it's like when the Bodyguard was on that BBC program. I remember watching that, and I was like, "This is, this is not." Oh, I don't understand why everyone's gone mad about this, and I, obviously I was wrong because everyone loved it. But I'm just like, this is just felt, felt, all felt a bit silly to me. Um, well, two episodes, so... All right, I'll have a look, boy. Have a look, and we'll maybe have a chat about it next week. Right. Sins of the Mother, apparently, by the way, is good. Yep, Michelle told it. us to watch. And this and this England, not This Is England, This England with Kenneth Branagh playing Boris Johnson is apparently amazing. Yep, on that next. Right, now again, have we finished? Can we get into rugby? Because I have to do a link to the break, which is a clear link. Uh, otherwise, right. Andrew Cotter will tear us apart He'll, really? Yeah, hates it. Hates it unless there's a clear, concise... Are we having our Andrew Cotter break? Link to the break. This is for you, Andrew. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There we are. Hope you enjoyed Happy that. Happy now, Cotter. Hope you enjoyed that. Where's a scarf indoors? I see. He's always like, he's always like, oh, love the pod. It's great. He's such a two-faced prick. Nah, where's a scarf indoors? You know, one of those chiffon scarves. Tommy, Tommy, I joke about the two-faced thing. He's a lovely man. Um, the scarf indoors, mate. Mm. Not a bad idea with heating bills where they are. It's a right. fashion accessory, want, mate. It's a fashion accessory. Do you want to talk he, about heating bills? He's seen someone wearing one and thought, hmm, that's for me. Yeah, Brad Pitt. Mm. Do you want to talk about heating bills? Not nope. what your bill is. Nope, we're into rugby. All right. We're into rugby. All right. All right. Can we start with the Harlequins-Northampton game, please? Was well, I was going to ask to start with Cardiff, but okay, it, I was there. I was there at the stoop. Good. I, I swooped into the stoop and it was absolutely brilliant entertainment. Unbelievable. Brilliant. Brilliant now, entertainment. The premiership at the moment is absolutely fantastic. Part of that has to be weather conditions. Has to be. And imagine you have conditions like that for the full duration of... Here we go. Summer rugby, is it? Yep. Yep. Right. Definitely, or indoors, whichever you want. Uh, how, how many? How I reckon. How, how did how did Harlequins win the league then? When they had to keep winning through the winter when it was pissing with rain, they still played, mate. The lads can catch in the rain; they're all right. All right, fine. I think the product would be better in summer. If you don't, that's fine. It's up to you. It's, but, we, it's weird. For, it's weird for you to say that because I can't imagine you like the sun that mm, much. You're a night walker. Yeah, well, it, it can get hot, but I'd rather I'd rather have a little bit of. Sunburn and win the league, mate. I can't wear a I can't wear a pale blue shirt though. I'll probably I wear can. a scrum hat. <laughs> I can't wear a pale blue shirt. You could wear you could wear a pale blue shirt and like a the sort of hat you wear at the MCC, one of those what are they called? I forgot what they're called. Hats. You know hats, cricket hat. I'd be the only bloke. Sombrero. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be the only bloke to wear to be wearing a head guard and compression gear. Heat reflective, with the with the sun cream under your eyes, like <laughs> on, your li- on your lips and nose. I reckon Northampton left easily four to five tries out there. Could not yeah. believe it. Like, and to be oh. fair, they nearly came back and won that game, but it was just mistake. They did all of the hard work of creating the tries, yeah. and it was just that last pass or knocked on, like. Who was so who was it? It might have been Dingwall or who was the other centre? Hutchinson. Hutchinson. And he had a two on one 
and he th- Tyron Howe had taken the dummy. All he had to do was Tyron Green. Green. <laughs> Not Tyrone Howe. He was yeah. he was Ulster's uh Yeah, he was yeah. for a long time. Yeah, Tyrone Green. He had taken the dummy and he he gives it and the try was there right in front of him, but it happened so many times, like some of the forwards making breaks, trying to offload right before the line, knocked on. Couldn't believe it. But they actually did really well to get back in themselves into that game. They did. I, th- I think you can look at that two ways, Tommy. You can look at Northampton's performance. One is some days it just doesn't stick, and that's probably the way to look at it because they play some great stuff week after week. Not the as other many chances as that, that. I don't think. Yeah, the other the other way to look at it is that, and I played in a couple of for a couple of years in a Bath team that was similar to that a little bit. It was like if you are determined to push it and push the offload and push that game as far as you can possibly push it, you are going to, you're probably going to come unstuck in in quite a, a high percentage of big games, basically, because the defences will deal with you and all that. And it's a bit like Saracens are playing more from their own half. They're playing more, they're offloading more. Um, at one point, I think it was against, I think it was against Harlequins. I forget. Yeah, it was. They were 18 offloads to Harlequins one at one point, you know, so they were really going for it. And, but they do have the, what you might call old Saris. Now, old Saris has always scored a lot of tries, but they kick the ball more. They don't play in their own half anywhere near as much. They have that to fall back on. Saints don't have that. So what they have is Harlem Globetrotters. And it's more than that, because it's not just lobbing it out. They've got amazing attack, brilliant players everywhere, but in the back line, but, and the back row. But then, it, if you push it that hard, it's almost like, well, if it isn't quite working, what else have we got? Ah, I, think I don't. I, they, they, they wasn't mate, mate, I'm just, I'm just Yeah, go on. Just pushing, pushing it too hard. I uh, wonder. Well, it wasn't even Harlem Globetrotter stuff that they were just messing up on. It was just like mm. mistake after mistake. It, it was pretty simple stuff that needed to be done to finish off the tries. I get what you're saying a little bit, but it was like. One mistake compounded by another. It was like the confidence had completely gone out of it for that final ball. And it's, it wasn't a miracle ball at all. It was just little, simple um, finishes that, that needed for their tries. But you sort of, you guessed halfway through that first half, it's not going to be your day for the Saints. Uh, I want to say Luke Northmore, oh. pace. Gas. Power. And he was smashing people as yeah. well. I- yeah. Great lines. He's so good. Caden Murley's try was just <laughs> out of this world. Like to be able to score and finish in that short space down the left-hand touchline. Oh my Can goodness. I just say though, mate? Well, being yes, yes to that. But Tommy Freeman, who is a wonderful rugby player to watch, ball in hand. He was brilliant under the high ball. Great player already. Mm. He had a full-on chest on chest or chest on shoulder he had full contact opportunity to tackle there not even outstretched he had body on body mm. and he slipped off that tackle mm. and if you put you in there there's absolutely no way Caden Murley scores that try if you put I'm going back you put Kuwaito in there but then you go Jack Knoll there's no way he scores that try Caden Murley's incredibly powerful and I think he still shocks people with his power but you put Ugo Monia in there you, a lot of wingers in the league yeah, old school and new school you have to my point is you have to make that tackle mm. he can't score that try mate he, he, I mean it's wonderful finish and that's what we should celebrate but if you're Sam Vesti at 
or you're Phil Dowson at Saints, you're like, fella, he's got to go down. It's wrong tackle choice. Wrong tackle choice, which is mostly why tackles are missed a lot of the time because right, perfect opportunity to go low, but stays upright, goes high, and gets palmed off for it. So, so many. There's obviously so many tackle choices you can make. Not everything's low. Sometimes you have to go high. Sometimes to absorb hits, especially on big ball carriers where you're going to go low and they're just going to bounce you off because they're so strong around hips, um, big high knee drives. So sometimes you've got to go a little bit higher and soak up the tackle. But yeah, it was just, you go high like that, someone strong with a big fend, you're going to miss him. And you're completely yeah. right. It was, he should have been taken, but he wasn't and it still needed finishing. Augustus. Yep. Big carry develops quite a lot of power, doesn't he? Loads, he, loads. He, he's really handy because he's, he's like Billy Vunapola in that if he's not making breaks and stuff, low center of gravity, a lot of mass, so he's quite hard to get your arm around, arms around when you have to wrap, and he develops a lot of power, like shot put power, like off the mark. He's powerful, and mm. that he makes two or three meters when he's not meant to, yep. and that means he's really hard to jackal, and he's really easy to clear out. Mm. But yeah, like him, good. yeah. Um, George, George Furbank hit an amazing line in the first half and got absolutely monstered, I think, by Luke Northmore. He ran the line so hard and Northmore smashed him. And then the second half, he ran it when Northmore was off and Joe Marchant had moved to 13, who also played really well, but he missed this tackle. I think it was Marchant. And George Furbank ran that line twice and the second time he scored. And it was a hell of a line and yeah. he is a lovely player to watch. Really but is. Jeez, he got... Jeez, he got hit hard in that first half. Oof. He does hit some amazing angles, mm. Furbank. Like, offers himself. And he's not the biggest, but he runs so hard. Yeah. You know, he's I not like sure. Can I, he's I mean, not He's not yeah. sprinting and then slowing down before contact. He properly has mm. a go. And yeah. And tries to power through. Um, watching it at the end, it's like proper... You know what it's like? When you're... I wasn't commentating. I was doing the highlights there with, with Topsy. And it's like, we're, we're just walking round from one stand to the other to record our post-match interviews and stuff on the other side with two or three minutes to go and we're like we're at work like but we are properly like properly into it and like screaming at the pitch sort of thing it's like it's so such high drama and then I was at, a, I was at an event the other week and this bloke started shouting at Ben Kay and he's like oh you're full of shit talking that the premiership's rubbish at the moment it's absolutely rubbish it's just bang bang crash wallop it's like, mate, you are absolutely clueless. You mm. are clueless. Even Ben was like, you are clueless, pal. The premiership at the moment is amazing. And there will be people who say, well, that's because there's no relegation. And I don't agree with that because the teams that are, not all the teams, but a lot of the teams that are playing the best rugby weren't ever going to be part of the relegation conversation. And no one's part of a relegation conversation after two or three rounds anyway. Like, it's no one, no one's talking about relegation yet. So it's like, actually, everyone's just playing. And I honestly think that, apart from anyone else, I think Quinns and latterly Northampton Saints have changed the way the Premiership is played yep. because of their attacks. Yep. And now it's, you would not want to be a defence coach because attack is king. I think the way Quinns showed that you can win by scoring tons of points and Jouet and playing, as long as you've got a bit of structure, it's not just wild. No, but a bit of structure and defence as well. Yeah, it's like you let's sign players who are and retain players and give our money to players who 
are amazing at attacking with the ball and causing defenders problems. And then let's actually make that how we play as opposed to, I don't know, like you've got at Bath, for example, you've got, you know, we, we know roughly that the, the Bath do play some, they scored six tries away from home at the weekend. They still lost, but they scored six tries. They can play, but the default is to, is the sort of the Munster template, the South African template, but it's a bit like, well, that's not why these lads were signed. It's a little bit like when, you know, there was a period where Nick Abendanen, you know, was fullback for Bath. And they had all these amazing players. And it was like, no, no, we don't play on our own half. We kick, we percentages, mm. percentages. And it's like, yeah, but Bendy could kick, but that's not why he was signed. Like, why don't, you know, why don't you play with what you've got and be flexible? And Quinns and Saints, they properly sign and develop players who can play. Well, that's the big thing is signing the right kind of player as well. So a lot of work has to go into deciding whether or not a player would suit the way you play or not. Um, mm. I th- you've got to have really running fullbacks for both of those teams. You can't have someone, mm. like you just mentioned, that would just run the ball back, put it in the air. For instance, like a Lee Halfpenny. I, he wouldn't suit the way, I don't think, Northampton no. and Harlequins play because he's not. he doesn't have the same threat ball in hand as Furbank or Green. Or Liam so, Williams. Yeah, or Liam yeah. Williams. Um, I read, I think I read a stat that nine academy players were playing for Quinns that had come through the academy system. So, mm. which, is, which is brilliant as well, which mm. shows you that the academy is developing the right kind of player for the first team and the way that Quinns want to play. And they have got a clear um, identity of, of how they want to play the game. And it's going to be difficult to play that way I think when Marcus Smith isn't as fit it isn't fit or or f- something would happen or Danny Kerr as well because those two are pretty much key into into how Quinn's play and where Quinn's play um, although I, I think Danny Kerr more so because I think the backup tens Tommy Allen and Alec Davis I forget that um, at Quinn's both played really well on their coat. Marcus Smith is a different gravy, but watching them live quite a lot, I think their backup tens are so good that mm. Danny Carey is a bigger miss than Marcus yeah, Smith. Yeah, maybe, maybe, but um, yeah, but that's you know that's a negative, what, that's a negative Esther, to look at it. You know, Quinn's yeah, are, Quinn's yeah. are brilliant, and with the players they've got, absolutely suits one hundred percent the way they play, and they will have a plan B. Obviously, you know, you, you've always got to have a plan B of what if this guy's unfit, if this guy's unfit. Who's going to play? Yep. You have to change, um, and they can adapt because they always have a big number twelve as well. So they can play. And Lennox and Yanwu, he's I liked him at the really weekend because he's one of the, he's one of those players, Tommy. Where there's loads of hype around him, and the reason there's hype around him is because he's big and quick, and he can do crazy stuff. Like, and he's got a lot of pace and that. But I watched him at the weekend, and he didn't have a flash game. But he's a he's a He'll do the unseen work. He'll truck it in. Yep. He hits hard. He jackals hard. He's a clever defender. He's intelligent. He's not just he's not just a big, quick freak. He's clever and he's le- and you can see he's learning and improving. And he was doing selfless stuff for the team, not trying to make hero plays all the time. I thought he was really good. Yep. Talking about um, impressive, Saracens fifty-one eighteen. Didn't see that one coming. Not fifty-one oh. points on Leicester. Um, yeah. Some really good performances wow. again. I thought um, Elliot Daly at fifteen looked what a game looked, he had. One of his looked like oh. five six years ago. You know the form when he burst on 
to see. Might even be yep. longer than that. I, I can't remember. He's been playing for quite a long while now, but so skillful. Um, I'm not sure. I still think he's probably better at 13, but he's he was absolutely everywhere. Pace, vision, oh, and that's, lines. That's yeah. yeah. May, maybe 13 isn't. Maybe maybe it is 15. I I don't know. But he plays. He can play absolutely anywhere, and that's why he's so valuable to. Saracens to England as well because he covers nearly all of that back line. Play him at 10, couldn't you? No problem. Yeah. I mean, he was... But everything oh God, worked He was them. sensational. Max Maylis. Theo McFarlane. Yeah. Oh, Lazowski was good. Tompkins was good. Just giving a bit of platform. Um, Jamie George's line outside yes. centre. How about that? that Over's line, stop that right away. Brilliant. And, that, and then the little pass oh. to Maylins. As well, so just beautiful. And by the way, it, Jamie George is, and Guy Porter and Jack Water were pulled out of the England training squad. So um, Adam Radwan's gone in, Jack Singleton, the hooker's gone in, and George McGuigan, the Newcastle hooker, has gone in. Who I think gets, I think my vote, along with Dave Ribbons, maybe George McGuigan's my number one most underrated player at the Premiership, in, in in along with maybe Dave Ribbons and Luke Northmore. Okay, but yeah. I think. George McGuigan is a brilliant rugby player. Brilliant. If he played for Saracens, he'd have 40 caps by now. Brilliant player. Mm. Anyway, Jamie George, but yeah, Saracens were Loads of impressive players for Saracens. They electric. Were, yeah, electric, properly on they? top. Play with pace, you know, with direct. Kick kick a lot, but kick sensibly. Um, yeah. Just the balance across God, that whole sharp. back line was brilliant. Yeah, they look so sharp. Yeah. Um, there are four, now there are four Worcester players because Worcester now officially had the Gloucester game and I think the next game which was against uh, I'll think about it I'll think of it in a minute um, been cancelled Harlequins I think it was again so their games have been cancelled so Quins Quins now it's it's all it's all rubbish and it's of course by a long way mostly rubbish for Worcester and the players and staff there but that also means that you know just looking zooming out a bit it means that you know the other clubs are losing that income from another home game that they had budgeted for. So Ted Hill, Ollie Lawrence, Fergus Lee Warner and Valerie Morozov are going on loan to Bath. Mm. Morozov, of course, came from Bath the end of last season, the prop. Um, Ollie Lawrence and Ted Hill, with respect, being probably the more exciting. And for me, Ted Hill is an international class player. Um, Ollie Ollie Lawrence was really good. I watched him a couple of weeks ago as well, was really good. But Ted Hill, for me, is the guy. He stays fit. He is a special back row player. But... That that's great, but if you if you look at it from Gloucester's point of view, right, I'm getting I'm going somewhere with this. They they had a inverted commas COVID cancellation, which had an investigation, which was all Gloucester regarded it, I think, as reasonably suspicious. It was all investigated, and Worcester pulled out relatively last minute, and it was all couldn't couldn't raise a team, couldn't raise a front row, and it's like well, Gloucester have lost four five hundred thousand quid there, and they're just stumped. That's it, it's gone, and now it's happened again to them. And Gloucester's reaction to that is to put out a statement saying we're gutted for everyone at Worcester, um, but any any Worcester season ticket holders, you can come and watch us half price. And they're not trying to nick supporters. They probably wouldn't mind nicking a few. They're not trying to. Nick, they're actually. It's a great move because Worcester fans currently have no rugby to watch, and so it should up the crowds and it's all great and all that stuff. But Worcester, Gloucester sell out or come close to it pretty often anyway. I just think. Gloucester do loads of stuff well there. The first people to come out and say, right, come and watch us for half price. Mm. 
they're getting cheaper tickets than Gloucester fans to Gloucester. And I think I think Gloucester handle themselves really, really well. That's what I think. Yeah. Um, but anyway, excited to see Ollie Lawrence and Ted Hill and the other lads go at Bath. That's, oh, and that's interesting stuff, ain't be it? a good signing for someone, definitely. I think he should come back to Wales. Yeah. He's, he's, he's had... You, you had a lot of injuries, though. Yeah, you do, but you get him fit. Poor bloke, and yeah. I think he's 12's his position, I think. He's quite he's big. Yeah, he's, he is big. Quite a big bloke. Yep. I mean, you can stick him at 12 and not worry about people running nope. at him, is what I mean. I think that is his position, and there's plenty of teams that would take him in Wales. Well, yeah. all four of them. Being that. Um, that's a good point. Um, um, London Irish Bath was... An odd one. I mean, probably great entertainment if you were there. Bit, bit of a shambles, really, because Bath were thirty-five-five down at, I think it was half time, mm. um, or about that. And you got Ben Loder hasn't played yet this season. He plays and scores a hat trick. Ollie has Hassel Collins, who was brilliant and has been brilliant all season. Both sides of the ball, hat trick, um, easiest hat trick he will ever score. Couple of walk-ins. Um, it's you know they they really they smash Bath yeah. and. The reality is foot came off the gas a little bit as it often does when you're flying Always. and Bath come back and they did score six tries, but they didn't look anywhere near the attacking threat that London Irish often look and looked at the weekend. So it's kind of a great entertainment, another ton of points in the premiership, 13 tries to celebrate. Wow. It's great. But London Irish, again, it's one of those things they've beaten. No one quite knows about Bath yet. No one. I've said the same about Bristol. They've beaten Bath. They've beaten Wasps, who dropped the ball 300 times. We don't quite know. They go up to Newcastle on Friday night and get well beaten by Newcastle, who look great. So Bath, um, London Irish, Bristol, they're a couple of those teams that we don't quite we don't quite know how good they are yet. We'll soon find out because mm. they'll have to play Saris. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, and Sale. Yeah, Bristol. Top, Newcastle bottom, 30 yep. points to 15. Looked really good, Newcastle defended really well. Yeah. Argent, Argentinian lads in, in midfield, he got back from South Africa on the Monday night and said, we're keen to play Friday night. 40 minutes of training, both of them outstanding. Moroni. Carreras on the wing. Yeah, Carreras a try from Carreras. Oh. Yeah, I know. And Moroni was He was good was all game, mind. Well. Yeah. yeah. Really good signing from Leicester, wasn't it? Moroni came from. Yep. Yep. Yeah, really good. Um, match ready though, aren't they? Match uh, battle hard. That's and, true. You know that's they, they've been look, playing. They they've been playing good, New Zealand, South Africa, Australia, and all of a sudden then coming back into Gallagher, which will probably be yeah. slightly easier. Um, and they yeah. look the real deal. Super yeah. impressed. Did you know, yeah, Flats? Keep, there was a couple of players on. from Cardiff. Uh, a couple of boys from Cardiff got into a bit of trouble at the weekend. Um, at, in a oh, pub yeah. in in the city somewhere. Oh. Yeah. Apparently right. they were abusive to staff, aggressive towards staff, came back and threw some eggs, apparently. So investigation's gone into that to see who it was. And why. No, I'm not. It'd be a great setup, wouldn't it? Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. For a I, I went for a punchline. Nope. Yeah. Nope. That was the news come out. Oh, right. So yep. they've thrown eggs. Yeah. Apparently they went back and picked up some eggs and threw them so it's been reported into the That's media and a little investigation going on <laughs> it's Halloween who was it dunno dunno don't lie alright oh, okay I reckon it was Di and Thomas Young yeah you know what Di's like with yeah. his eggs 
I think there's a good chance he'd have whipped his eggs into an omelette, mind. Waste, he's not wasting protein, is he? Mm. I always, one of the one of the first results I look for at the weekend is always Cardiff because since the whole putting amateur boys out and the Quinns game and all that sort of stuff and Toulouse, I'm like yeah, a bit of a quietly a Cardiff fan and um, and every, everyone's a die young fan basically. So I always want them to do well but I read I haven't seen the highlights the highlights are in front of me I haven't watched them yet but I see the score against the Lions home loss yeah and I think to myself that you know I want is it is it still the same thing whereby um Dye's inherited all these players and Liam Williams has come and got injured straight away poor bloke Falatau has played a bit and been excellent but isn't playing consistently because he's being taken care of rested whatever was it um were they well beaten with a fantastic but didn't get the bounce of the ball like well beaten I sort of I, I basically want them to do better than they're doing is what I'm saying Lions off the back of a win against the Ospreys week before uh, one by one point uh, Cardiff had opportunities in the first half just couldn't take them for whatever reason Priestland and Jared Evans it was two opportunities I think and they, they kicked them both when the pass was on it, it was a harder yeah. option to put the kick through or the crossfield kick when the pass is on. And they didn't take the opportunities in the first half. There's another 3v2 down the right-hand side, which they butchered. And so who, who, who butchered it? Um, how, how, how was it butchered is what I mean. Just three on two that wasn't made into a three on two. Yeah, I felt that Ray Lilo went too lateral and all he needed to do was straighten. And he sort of took the space away from... The two people Can you outside him. Ray Lilo, please, because I like him. Well, you just ask me. Um, he is All a great, right. he is a great player, but that he was a chance, him. and I'm just stating facts. I know, boy. Um, the Lions' pack was pretty good. Scored just before half time, which got them right back into it. Yellow card, Fallot out, and then another driving line out. They scored a try, and then there was a a try right at the end as well, where it just summed up Cardiff. Really, it was kicked through, ambling back, and. I think it might have been Vandermeer just outpaces everyone and dots it down with about an inch to spare before the ball goes over the line. So conditions were absolutely horrific. It was raining sideways. It was a huge wind. And that wind, Same for both teams, though. Yeah, that wind kind of had in the first half and didn't make use of it. So yeah. I'm going to do a whole review this Wednesday on URC Unloaded with Stephen Ferris and John Barkley. Tune in online. Okay. Okay, fella. Um, on Twitter, Facebook. Is John Bartley going to call them spineless again, but you're going to get the blame for it? No, he won't. He'd be really quiet because <laughs> Glasgow were terrible at the weekend. Oh, were they? Yeah. Yeah. Got hammered I'm by not, the I'm not laughing that Glasgow were terrible. I'm just saying, um, you know, we've all been terrible before. I'm just, I'm laughing because JB is going to be struggling. Yep. They did get well beaten by the Ospreys. They will. They? And he's started wearing, did I tell you, um, trousers which are elastic. So you could do backflips and parkour and stuff in them. That's his, that's his new buy, mate. You know, just like I got, I got stung with barbecue accessories on Insta. You know, he's got like an ad's been served to him, like the everyday trouser, the all day trouser. Yeah, and he's like, go on then. I'll I'll have those in a I'll have those in a thirty six, thirty four. I bet you he's then. clicked on Instagram link and gone through and bought them that way as well. Yeah, you know. So and he's, he hasn't even gone to the proper website. He's stopped wearing fitted clothes now, which says to me. He's not training. Ah, yeah, um, 
Mm. But he was tweeting loads. He was Instagramming loads. David Lloyd this, David Lloyd that, wasn't he? Like he had some sort of deal. It must have been like a month's pass because he's done it. He's trained for a month. He was going there every day, like taking his kids swimming, a bit of tennis. And have now he's bombed Have you ever seen him without a beard? Don't. Um, weak chin. Don't. No. Don't. Is <laughs> my... Why? Is he Is he? Jealous? You'll lose all respect for him. He's just... <laughs> He's a different person without the beard. <laughs> yeah, weak, uh, <laughs> weak man. The beard, the beard's a big part. Of, that's a big thing for him because I first time I met him, I thought, God, he's a good-looking bloke. And now you're telling me that, I'm thinking, is he? Is he exactly? Is he the old facial mask? Anyway, that's enough. We'll start crying. He doesn't listen to this anyway. Uh, he will now. That will probably get, do us. Will, probably won't it. Yep. Fine. Um, you won't know this, listeners, but it's taken about three or four attempts because there's been technical issues. <laughs> <laughs> At Shanks's end, which is great for me because it's normally me. I don't I'm know. I'm quite pleased with that. I've got no idea. Um, I might have you're to not buy doing today computer. now. Uh, it's five to one p.m. here. You're going to go down Monday, to. You're going to sit on the train from Bar Spa to London Paddington and back just to get some time to yourself. Opposite. Huh? I'm. Um, can you call it babysitting when it's your own kid? Yep, hundred percent. I'm babysitting. I've got uh, oh, four hours and seven shoot. minutes to do. <laughs> not that you counted down the time. <laughs> nope. And I'm, that's why I'm not that keen to end the pod because when I've, the pod ends, yeah. the babysitting starts. I'm saying so Thursday, been... aren't I? For your sins. Yep. Yep. We're in High Wickham, actually. It's a good crack. Are you going to drive home after? I'm staying in London because okay. I've got, uh, I'm doing something the next day. But I uh, listen right. to this. I want to see if anyone where we're going listens to this pod. There is a theme at this event where everyone tries their best and everyone's great, but the microphones and AV setup is at best a four out of 10. Okay. Uh, was once a two out of 10 where I had one lapel mic that worked and I had to hold the cord out to Jason Robinson and he had to hold a little cord that was attached to my pocket. Mm. And that was how we did it. And it was quite funny, but it's a great potential advert for Gennaro, for your company to actually sort their, sort their event out for them. Okay. Okay, we'll, so have a look, we'll have a look on Thursday, okay? Do him a quote, do him a quote. I'll bring a couple of mics in my pocket. Yeah. See how we do. All right, boy. All right, boy. All right, this is the end well, of the show, you. Andrew Cotter, okay? Should we count down? Give us a countdown from five. This is the end. Five, four, three, two, Cotter, one, bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.